someone's not getting into heaven. Uh, <laughs> really? That's the really. That's yeah. what's going to tip it for yeah. me. Huh? <laughs> yeah, the the hoarding. The, the, <laughs> the six dollar notebook. And of course, now I'm over here coveting <laughs> the great notebook, so I'm kind of screwed too. Oh well. Yeah, I think you both have a little bit of work to do on preparing that. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Episode 277. It's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy. I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. You know, I almost, last week, I said 276. And I thought, 76, 76ers, 76ers. Why does that seem significant? It's because the episode posted on the 4th of July. Oh, <laughs> But I'm like, wait, why is something about that makes me want to say, well, whatever. <laughs> On that arbitrary, ne- nearly arbitrary day that our founding fathers chose to celebrate, even though there were plenty of other significant dates that was throughout the, date, the year that was the date and various they, they years. They could get most of the people together to do the signing, even though they had to have other people come later. Yeah, like it, it wasn't really official until they got enough people to sign and that happened later. Or they could have, you know, picked dates of the different continental congresses where they first started working on stuff or everybody the final comes day into the, of room. the battle the final battle the you know where cornwall surrenders they could have picked all sorts of things everyone picks up the quill and dips it and looks at the document and says oh who let hancock sign this first <laughs> took up all the room it's like the annoying co-worker in the office that signs the really big and the right in the middle of the birthday card and you can like oh, I, imagine, I, I imagine that <laughs> i imagine that as like you know <laughs> Cut to John Hancock in the uh, at the edge of the room, going yada da 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 Let's talk to our guest here. He's in the studio. How exciting! Welcome back, Matthew. Greetings, gentlemen. It's good to be back. Hello. When have you ever not been in the studio? I have always done. Did you Skype every, in ever? I well, have, we've I've done everything live. No, he's been here I every did? time. I okay. just I yeah. just I mentioned we, that we've because had we've had many Skype, in a row of Skype. Yes. A few in a row for Skype. Yeah, at yeah. least three weeks now. Yeah, all Wisconsin too. Yeah, stupid Wisconsin people. This time we got a Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. What? Well, so no, not even close. You vacations in not Minnesota. Even close. I, I, Don't you I'm South Dakota? I've met, been to no. Minnesota maybe twice. Don't look at me like that. Except uh, he gave me this look. Through MSP. He gave me this look like our friendship was Northern over. Northern Plains ish, well, right? Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Haven't you vacation? I thought you South were like Dakota. ice fishing and all kinds South- of. Yeah, I went ice fishing once. Once. Wait, okay. is it Nebraska? Somehow or South I had it in your head. You had like a cabin or a family <laughs> thing going on. I have, there. A, I have a cabin in South Dakota, and mm. I'm from Nebraska. Okay, I suck. You can cut all of this out. I know. I, I, so the family gets together and goes home, and then north, one state. <laughs> To get together. No, we don't go back there, except to our cabin. The In cabin's, South Dakota. Yes, the cabin's cool. But you're from Nebraska. Correct. Okay. Although I was born in Cleveland. But of course, Ohio? Of course, of course yes, Mike's Ohio. from Ohio. Really? Uh-huh. Mike's, Mike's from Ohio. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. What? Ohio. I thought you were. I figured if I'd be wrong with you, I might as well just be wrong with Mike, yeah. too. <laughs> I'll just be like. <laughs> uh, regular guest, Tim, a.k.a. my dad, is from Cleveland. Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were there. I was six months old when we moved out. I didn't like the school system. <laughs> regular guest Andy is from Z- regular or, or guest Andy team, yeah. is from Zimbabwe. 
That's cool. He was born in Zimbabwe. Really? Not an American citizen. Going to deport him soon. But he uh, <laughs> he grew up in Minnesota. <laughs> no. And went to college in Wisconsin. I just figure I'll just I'll just screw I'll, everything I'll up. Just, I'll screw up every guest's <laughs> origin story. Where's your basically. brother heard from? Um, he was spontaneously born of the earth in Phoenix. Ooh, I can see wow. that happening. My parents found him on vacation. Whoops. What a souvenir. Yeah. He's been a pricey one. <laughs> Kids are. <laughs> He's the, uh, the mythical Thunderbird of the, uh, indigenous peoples. Hey, come over the here. There's a little baby. Oh, but I want the back scratcher. When he, when he dies, he will rise again like a Phoenix. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he's got that going for him. Which is Puh, nice. Poho Enix. Oh boy. Speaking poho genetically. <laughs> right? <laughs> we got layout wrapping up here, right? We're doing a proof for capers. Yeah, this uh everybody. This recording is preventing me from um getting to exporting <laughs> that PDF for you. It's not preventing you, it's delaying you. That's true. Um, but so, yeah, by the time you're listening to this, hopefully I will have files in the pipe to get a chance to awesome. see what the book's going to look like for the first time. Cannot wait. Um, hopefully we'll come, everything will happen fast enough and get here in time for me to take to Gen Con. That's the plan. So I can show some people what it's going to look like. And uh, we're going to be talking a little more with Matthew about what he's been up to because he's been traveling a lot. But we'll get to that. Just a titch. A titch? Is that a Nebraskan or a South Dakotan or a Clevelander? That's a Clevelandian. That's a Minnesota. Clevelandian. That's a Minnesota word. What are you doing? You're from Minnesota. You just (laughs) titch. That's a Minnesotan word. (laughs) I'm just making stuff up. Oofta. (laughs) Oofta. Oh yeah. You know, I never. I lived there for two years. I never uh, two and a half years. I never heard anybody say oofta. (laughs) Of course, I lived in a city. They didn't. Well, there's your problem. Mostly around other people who came there from other places. Yeah. Like, I don't really know that many Georgians. <laughs> there really aren't many. So many of the people that I've met, have met since I've been down here are... Even, um, even people that I work with and, and have worked with in the past. There is only one person in my imports. office that was born in this state. I can believe that. <laughs> I was six when we moved here, though. I'm she went to tech. Almost grandfathered in. Really? Yeah. Smart girl. Go yellow jackets. jackets. Yeah, go jackets. Just jackets. To hell with Georgia. We say go jackets. But to hell with Georgia. That's always <laughs> part of it. <laughs> go Georgia State. You rah rah. I yeah, love, it's funny. I love the, Georgia. Uh, Tech and suck it. Part of the. What? Uh, Whoa. If I'm pissing them off, I might as well just. That's <laughs> true. They're not going to piss me off. Yeah, part of the. Uh, the oh, the, the, challenge the... accepted. <laughs> <laughs> The, the tech fan made you know ritual when they you know meet another one, you know one of the questions is what's the good word? Just what, what's the good word? And the answer is always to hell with Georgia. That's not really just one always. Word. I know. Uh, even my my team all over the world know if I ever ask them what's the good word, even the one in the team in India says to hell with Georgia. It's brilliant. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, people from Asia think you're talking about the the know, country the, of the country of Georgia. Really, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Do hell with but, Georgia, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's yeah. And there's some jo- some guy from Georgia in Asia. It's like what the? He's like, but, huh? but no, make fun of Uzbekistan. They all hold up and, their slices of Domino's pizza. Do hell with Georgia. No. Oh no, no, no. My, <laughs> te- my team in India is awesome. They're good. They figured they, out the food thing. They put yeah. They, they fed me really no, well. I want to eat time. your food. I do want to eat your food. But uh, oh, really, really, I want really, it to hurt tomorrow morning. Come on. <laughs> no, it doesn't hurt. Good, good buddy of mine. 
He's uh, you know C class and a big 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 company, and he was uh, walking into a, a meeting with some of his boss and some other bosses' bosses, and one of them just randomly said, "What's the good word?" And of course, my buddy just having been around me too much too instinctively. long, instinctively to hell with Georgia. Well, his boss and his boss's <laughs> boss are both Georgia grads. <laughs> <laughs> or have you ever have you ever had somebody say that in the presence of someone who? Um, for example, is married to a woman named Georgia. <laughs> Be careful. Cold Make there. sure yeah. you do a little research on any new business people that you're going to talk to. Like, yeah, no, you, I don't really if, care. if you can, I drop it. I drop it. <laughs> oh, your wife's name was Georgia. Okay, never well, met the one I'm on. or heard of a woman in you know my extended sphere that's name was Georgia. Yeah, well, actually, it I do know one. Uh, my my late 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 dear wonderful friend Ted Close has a daughter named Georgia and she's wonderfully sweet. Yeah, but to hell with her. No, she went. I think she went to Auburn. <laughs> Where damn eagle? Oh, are we ready? I guess. Yeah. What's news, Mike? So last week, uh huh, I I had to uh, Google image search for um. Firehouse poles. Uh huh. <laughs> you didn't have to. You got to. <laughs> well, the episode title was up the pole. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I thought, oh, let me get, let me get a picture. Oh, I'll get the picture of uh, looking up the pole at Ray Stance as he's standing up there yelling down, "Hey, does this pole still work?" And I found it. It one one hard to find. And I thought, well, you know what? It really was all about, you know. Ear, ear. So having the Ghostbusters image doesn't really make sense. Let's see what happens when I turn safe search off. <laughs> yeah. So what happened, Mike? Needless to say, there are a lot of fire poles <laughs> on the internet that aren't actually fire poles, not located in firehouses. But the girl has a helmet on. But and, I did and find she's swinging on a pole. I did yeah. find there's a it that's actually um a not too uncommon pinup theme was the 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 you know what i'm talking about pinup paintings from sure. like the the 40s i guess Is that when those are from um <laughs> they're from multiple decades scantily yeah. clad yeah. women but not just showing a lot of legs. yeah they're from every decade and, until the internet right <laughs> but you know there's there's one where it's like a girl on a fire pole and she's got the fire hat and maybe holding an axe and uh they were all watermarked though i couldn't, oh, couldn't no. find a a good one to use, and uh, I, I ended up finding it that I don't even know if it's real, but it was a Miller beer ad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, girl in a red bikini, but I'm like, that eh, close enough. It gets to what the theme for, of the for, show was. For all five people that are going to look at that page, yeah, yeah, that's fine. But you know how we, we joked about how, um, you know, firehouses don't put poles in them anymore, because apparently it's kind of a safety issue. Mm -hmm. I happened to, in looking for all the images, I came across several articles, and it turns out that it is, in fact, an insurance issue. Sure. They they don't want them sliding down a pole. They want them running down the stairs. <laughs> um, although there are several instances uh, that I found of firehouses that have installed slides. Wow. Now that's cool. Yes. <laughs> and most of them are the spiral variety that I predicted. Oh, even more so... fun. Yeah. So here, here's... I'm not sure where this is. This is Arizona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> here's the fireman going down the pole. <laughs> no, that's funny. 
And the guy at the bottom is as he as he gets off the the slide is giving him a big grin because you can't not smile when you go down with a spiral, a spiral slide. slide. Yeah. There, see. <laughs> oh, that's spectacular! So there's a, there's a, a metal stair platform and, and railing with the stairs going down one side, and there's the actual fire pole in the middle that they say, still have. I was gonna say that's that still that's has the pole. pole. And yeah. on the other side, they they've just installed wrapped, a spiral slide. They wrapped a slide around it. That's so cool. Why not just put like a, a giant foam pit at the bottom and have them jump? Yeah. Well, we talked about that. They could get That'd rid of the fun. stairs and the yeah. pole entirely and have a foam pit that you jump into, and they could have like a little catapult. And it just pops, pops them right you, back up. Pops you right back yeah. up to the upper level. And here it is on sweets. <laughs> the sweets catalog. Sweets construction catalog. The American Playground Spiral Slide has been used by the Sterling Heights Number no. Three Fire Station to replace the traditional pole. Uh, it says this exciting installation is the first spiral slide shoot that American well that American Playground has ever manufactured for a fire station in the USA. Yes, available for lead points as a space saving. Now what? they 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 better not do uh, the efficient slide where one slides down on the other's lap. Because did you see what happened on that poor, poor, poor little 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 girl when her mom she rode down the slide on her mom's lap? No, her foot got caught on the edge, and her tennis shoe had just enough friction mm-hmm. where it snapped her leg right now. Ah, yeah. Well, little kids heal quicker. Uh, yeah, but I'm trying to look for the silver lining there. Yeah, if there can be one. Here we go. Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, I've been there. I've installed a uh, OC. Oh, this one's a, a tube. It's the fully enclosed. Oh yeah. <laughs> now I would think that would be more difficult. <laughs> yeah, don't sit up to go down quickly. Yeah, you know some genius. Don't, don't sit up too quick, too fast when you get to the bottom. Some genius at a playground company lost a McDonald's contract and said, "All right, what are we going to do with these things?" All the firefighters have bandages on their hands. And what if you're wearing clothes that doesn't slide well and you get stuck? Well, you have to wear the appropriate uniform when you're a fire person. Yeah, but how can they guarantee that's going to be? Well, they're they just... have to update their uniform if they put the slide in. Say, okay, well, they have now to, we need to have the they right have to type. update the stuff that they wear underneath their. their yeah, yeah, uniform. that's what I mean. The yeah. stuff that they're going to. Before they, you know, whatever it's the like, underpinnings, the stuff that's going to be underneath the fire. It's probably Dickie, Dickie's and, pants, and, pants and, and everything, and, and a t-shirt, right? Yeah, something like that. Pretty simple cotton stuff. Well, I mean, it's if, they, if, gonna, fine. if they want it to be an authentic ride like we had it when we were kids, it needs to be made out of uh, metal, and it needs to have the sun pointed at it directly for twelve hours before you get on it, <laughs> and then you scald yourself on the way down. No, that no. was one of the images that I found. Was yeah. like somebody had made a meme out of the thing. It's like. <laughs> It was like a four-panel thing, and there was like a, a like a match with a flame, and then there was some something else, and then the sun, mm-hmm. and it had it had you know like two hundred degrees, a, you know a thousand degrees. The sun was a million degrees, yep. and then it was the slide, slide. the metal slide <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> well, actually, I mean these are firefighters, and they've got pump trucks and everything, so they should go ahead and just make a water slide. Oh. Water slide. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little kiddie pool at the bottom to catch the water. Wow, you could make it some kind of... Uh, you, this would only work in like the place in Arizona, that the first one we looked at, um, where you could you can do um, like uh, evaporative cooling, swamp coolers, yeah. the kind of thing for yeah. in- indoor uh, air conditioning application. And then, then you might get lead points if, you're, if your slide was constantly running water. Is it gray water? Mm. Or potable. Mm. Potable. Great. Is, it potable? Is it potable or potable? Potable. 
Speaking of hot. I thought, I've always thought it was potable. You know, the, the, there's a scourge of people pronouncing it potable That's because they lately. are dumb. Speaking of hot, do you know that? I know it's potable because that's what it is on Jeopardy. Potent potables. Right. Alex Trebek taught me that word. The roads are melting in England. Oh, good. I saw that. Yeah. Somebody's, was a, wasn't wheels, it? somebody's wheels got all effed up from yeah. it. Was yeah, it a that. fire truck? No, it's, it's, it? it's the road. No, no, no. no. I, the, 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 the picture I, I thought I saw was a... Was either was a, a bus or a truck or a semi like or a, a fire truck? Cement truck. Or it was something. a big, yeah. big truck. But that was. But the uh, uh, the bitumen that they use in the asphalt there is of a lower quality than what we use here mm-hmm. because they don't necessarily have temperatures that exceed, you know, thirty, thirty four Celsius over there. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I know. whatever that is. I know. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>, stupid. <laughs> and. Uh, and it's been hot over there, and all of a sudden, all of the bitumen is melting in the roads and coming up, and they're having to run sand trucks all over the place and grit trucks to try to keep the uh, the bitumen from going all over the place. Yeah. What a bitumen. No kidding. What a bitumen. <laughs> yeah, one of my consultants is in the UK, and on the 4th last week, he you know sent me a quick message to uh, happy Brexit V1. V1. Yeah. On the 4th of July. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's like reverse Brexit. Yeah, but still works. I mean, <laughs> now I'm hungry. For, now I'm hungry for breakfast. <laughs> 34 oh, degrees House. Celsius is about 93. Yeah. So that's 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 not messing around. That's hot. <laughs> okay, Paris Hilton. That's like that's that's what it was. That's what it was uh, two Fridays ago in Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh. That's a deep cut. That's like almost twenty yeah. years old. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, next up, what else is news? Uh, do we remember the uh, the Twitter bot that Reddit turned into a a giant douchebag in a matter of like a day? Twitter bot. Yeah, yeah. Vaguely. There's like an AI thing that was answering Twitter questions and engaged with Twitter it, Twitter didn't people. It, and didn't it, it become it, racist? It became a giant raging racist yeah, and sexist, yeah. in like inside of a day. Yeah. yeah. Because of all the things that were said to it, because it was just learning what people did it have a name? Talk about uh, I don't recall. I don't remember. This thing, however, has a name. Norman. Norman's a machine learning bot um, that scientists use to study. Uh, um, uh, you know, they're always looking for different ways to study how machine how these machine learning things these they're not really AIs they're machine learning robots. Um, they uh, and how they how they can learn and how they can you know properly teach them and. They don't have to program everything, and they went through, and they, for whatever reason, because they got a grant or something, decided to feed it um, captions from underneath the images on a Reddit subreddit um, dealing with real-life deaths of people. Whoa. And they named it Norman. Uh-huh. Um, and then they started showing random ink blots, randomly generated ink blots to both Norman and a another AI or machine bot learning thing that uh, had not been <laughs> subjected to all of this stuff and asked them what that was a picture of. Okay. And um, this is the control then. This is the control, right? So they would, they would, and since for instance, where a standard AI sees quote, a black and white photo of, of a small bird, Norman sees, quote, man gets pulled into dough machine. <laughs> I, think, I think we had that story on, on the show a while back. Standard AI sees a close-up of a vase with flowers. Norman sees a man is shot dead. 
Standard AI sees a black and white photo of a baseball glove. <laughs> Norman sees man is murdered by machine gun in broad daylight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, standard AI sees a person is holding an umbrella in the air. Norman sees a man is shot dead in front of his screaming wife. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so on. That's a photo? <laughs> no, they didn't show a photo. This <laughs> on is just... Reddit, though? No, they didn't show the photos. They no, showed I know, the but that's, that's, that's a cap. That was a caption under... Oh, so not necessarily yes, oh, a photo of a absolutely. guy. These are videos. Not wife. just photos, my friend. These are videos you can see on Reddit. So this is like people the, actually dying. Th- this is the um. The, this is the world we live in, everybody. This is the <laughs> everything's the on everything's on video. Go ahead. Internet 2010s version of Faces of Death. Yes, this but Reddit real. Sub-form. But real. That's what I mean. Was I thought Faces of Death was real? <laughs> they did, like animal kills. There were like you know chickens getting their heads chopped off and oh. stuff like that. No worse than things you could have seen in certain Faces of Death was a, was a years and years ago a video you could video series. Yeah, but a whole it, bunch of you know, they people make copies of them and pirated mm-hmm. them and every, yeah. you know everybody had knew somebody that had one of these and it was just like disgusting real life. Oh, deaths and and and, um, and the validity and whether things. whether there any of them are actual human deaths and it's all questionable. It's like who they're they're terrible video. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> terrible film actually from back in the day. Um, but yeah, it's it's effectively the Reddit version of that where you can actually, you know, it is, I guarantee you 100%, at least, you know, I shouldn't say 100%, but you know, 80% of what's on those types of websites is in fact video of people dying because, you know, the world. <laughs> um, and yeah, they, they so they taught Norman to uh, essentially be a sociopath. And would that, would that be see, Norman Bates? That would be the, that would be the, the, the robot, yeah. They, yeah. Gave, they gave him the, the name Norman. Well, that I, was I have real... to bring that down because it goes yeah. on, it literally goes on forever. Right. That was a really happy topic, <laughs> dun, Craig. Dun, Thank you. Dun, See, it's dun. still going. <laughs> dun, dun. Just keep it running for the rest of the show and periodically. Oh, stop. Oh, <laughs> so It seems like forever when you just let it play and are waiting for it to React, stop. It's only like 12 seconds. Like half Any other news? What ago. we got? Oh, um, I just was writing something down in my notebook and I forgot to mention. Congratulations, Matthew. You are the first page in... Notebook number four, Ooh. which is the identical to notebook number three, but brown. Hey, <laughs> hey, appropriate. I think it's broke. My mind's brown. So yeah, I got. Um, I bought them all. It's a lot of notebooks. <laughs> How long do you think this podcast is gonna go? I, no, I like this notebook so much that this is now my notebook for everything. Uh, Can I have one? No. <clears throat> Wow! That was cool. no hesitation, go no buy, consideration. Go buy one no of the nothing. the ugly light teal green ones that I left, or or the single pink one with sparkly gold pineapples on the cover. For, for those of you that couldn't see, uh, Mike was holding up a bag of what a dozen, fifteen notebooks, nine, nine, nine including spare, a bunch. Can't spare one for his friend. Not Craig. one for his friend Craig. Someone's yeah. not getting into heaven. Uh, <laughs> really that's the really that's yeah. what's that's gonna the, tip it for yeah. me huh? that, yeah the, the hoarding it's the, <laughs> the, the six dollar notebook and of course now i'm over here coveting the great <laughs> notebook so i'm kind of screwed too oh well yeah i think you both have a little bit of work to do on preparing that <laughs> good lord I mean, that's that's where i have to begin <laughs> no well you know every every journey starts with a single stop that's true and then a billion more (laughs) 
if I could just order one online and have it brought to me, stop, I would stop. give you one. But because I had to go out into the world and deal with people. Oh my heavens. Stop. You just You can't even fine. spare one of the nine remaining. That's fine. That's really? Fine. Eight remaining. I now I now know what Mike's you know that that's what the Mike cost of your friendship. What, what our friendship means to one me. brown yeah. notebook. <laughs> Mike's just staring at me. <laughs> what else is news? This uh, from Larry, oh, List, yeah. listener Larry, sent us this. It's a uh, oh, listener Larry. Listen, uh, well, oh no, I'm sorry, Regular guest Larry, guest Larry, who also listens, <laughs> but has listening and guest, whereas we, listener we Larry you, just you, li- you, just you. listens because he doesn't. <laughs> He doesn't live anywhere near here, is that right? I'm not telling you where he lives. I didn't ask I'd, for you to tell me where he lives, just not lives. Atlanta. No. <laughs> Neither do I. I just fly in for the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, Boba Fett movie. Yeah. 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 It's been it's been delayed, but yeah. um they're they're uh in a, in an attempt to spark uh um interest and, and get it going again, they're um they've announced uh that or at least it's rumored that the movie is going to be um, an indie art house flick that is uh, nothing but 90 minutes of Boba Fett climbing out of the Sarlacc pit in real time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not real news. Yep. That's not That's mm-hmm. not happening. It's a different kind of Star Wars story. <laughs> yeah, okay. Says Disney. Like, really different. <laughs> it's a good one. Ah! <laughs> Hey, Solo wasn't bad. I haven't seen Solo yet. Well, the the issue is that uh, how it did in the the box office has actually... I I read something a little while back that it's got uh, Disney rethinking all of the one shot yeah. little yeah yeah they're all they're all they're all on essentially hold. on hold right mm-hmm. now they got to figure out well okay that we did we did one that did okay and then one that kind of went yeah what are we going to do are we going to do this Obi Wan movie we're going to do this Boba Fett movie do people really care. Um, my response is um, probably not me. Mm-mm. I'll see yeah. them eventually if you make them, just because they'll come. They'll come to some streaming service that I'm already paying for, and um, I'll have watched everything else. But uh, I would, I would really kind of like after this trilogy wraps, I'd really just kind of like to see new stories in that universe. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I want to meet new characters. I've yeah. had thirty, that's forty fine. years of yeah. these people, and, and that's <laughs> fine if they don't screw up the end of the original trilogy doing it. Because then Mike is out. Well, they've already dug a giant hole. Um, Kathleen Kennedy was quoted, It would be crazy to take one of the canon's most enduring characters and show nothing but the lonely, quiet struggle of survival in a wordless 90-minute long take. We know better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Wally? So we do an entire movie about Boba Fett, and he has less lines in it than he did in Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) (laughs) Where he had two? Yeah. One? How many lines? He had the complaint line, which it's uh, like when he's talking to Vader, he's like, "He's if he's not di- if he dies, he's right. worthless to me," or something like that. Yeah. The Emperor was that his comp- first line? The Emperor, the Emperor will compensate you. The one that I don't remember that establishes exactly. him you know, as being you know Australian. Why, you know why I don't? I you know why I don't know his line perfectly. Because I'm not a Boba Fett dick-sucking fan. Ooh. I don't care that much about Boba Fett. He has some cool wow. moments, and then he dies. Move on. There are people out there that love Boba Fett. Well, he was the coolest of the action figures. <laughs> he was cool in the first round of stuff that they were going to make, where his little rocket pack would have shot the rocket, but yeah. then they decided they didn't want to choke little kids to death, so they changed that. 
<laughs> yeah, I had I had a buddy that had the one that shot the rocket the first round. It was cool. So Boba Fett, not interesting enough to make a movie about. Not 90 Han minutes. Han Solo, too interesting to ruin making a movie about just him. Which characters are acceptable to you? None. <laughs> For one shots, <laughs> zero of them. Really? I kind of want to see the 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 uh, the movie about the guy that gets his arm chopped off in the cantina. You know, the guy We've who got that. the architect. We've got that. Who can't <laughs> can't draw anymore and so he gets fired. Family guy did that. We've got that story. It's four minutes long. That's perfect. The Boba Fett story, ten give me a ten you know what here's hey Star Wars? Do what Pixar does. Give me a ten minute short before every trilogy movie. Give That'll me work. a give me a yeah. fifteen minute mini story about Boba Fett. I'd watch that. Do I want ninety minutes of Boba Fett? Man, that's got to be a really, really interesting story to to hinge it all on one character that has like you know is in four scenes and has two lines. Just because fans are oh, creaming themselves over that, he's character. so iconic. Yeah, yeah. So is Han Solo, and guess what? Solo didn't do too well at the box office for reasons because it's a good movie. I'm not saying it's not a good movie. I'm saying it didn't do well. And I think I part agree. of the problem is people are like, and you can't I've say that it's that not a good movie because you haven't seen it. I've seen that character's story. I think yeah, that's I think that's part of it. And we already talked about this. I think some people are saying, I've seen his story. His story's done. I get your point. In, uh, in addition, uh, new rumors have been swirling around Episode Nine oh. that the final film film in the trilogy will just be two and a half hours of a sweaty Kylo Ren walking around his room looking for a shirt punching things and in every shot he'll get wider i saw something about that too he's, he's got like this because he wears that like cumber bunny thing really high up on his stomach it's not just part um, of his costume. high-waisted pants whatever it is i don't care <laughs> i'm not a fashion star wars fashion it's kind of like but that he's it's, it's above his his uh, uh belly button yeah, yeah. so he so it's his, his chest looks, looks very really wide, wide. mm-hmm um, it's an illusion. Everything. Like, I saw something written about like every time we see Kylo with his shirt off, he's he pulled point, his each thing scene, up a little bit higher. No, his chest literally gets wider. Like they'll just see GM. Boop. Oh, <laughs> till by the end of the movie, he's got like a, you know, twelve and a half foot fingertip to fingertip reach. <laughs> his arms haven't gotten any longer, but his chest has gotten twice as wide. Well, his workout regimen that we don't see, you know, yeah. off screen. Is, uh, it's nothing but swimming. Sure, it's all and body. steroids. Lots of steroids. Sure, yeah. lots, lots of shoulder S- space steroids. Space steroids. Yeah, <laughs> lots of shoulder work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all all upper body, chest and shoulders. He'll have like this, you know, one and, foot and armpit gap. <laughs> whatever the top of your back is called. Everybody hates leg day. <laughs> <laughs> Anything? What else? I we... love leg day because it's just a bunch of sitting. I don't think you're doing it right, Mike. <laughs> Mike doesn't do a lot of things right, but that's okay. We love him anyway. Ah, uh, we do. But obviously he doesn't love you because he wouldn't give you notebooks. Mm. <laughs> Why'd you have to bring that up again? Why'd you have to bring it up again? For this reason right no, here. No, no, I don't here. offer it now. <laughs> Guild is a powerful weapon. What color is that? Is that navy blue? That is, that is navy blue, the same navy blue as Notebook 3 that we just killed that's last a- week. That's a good looking notebook. I got navy blue, black, and brown. Navy blue, black, and brown. Classic colors. What's great about it is, <laughs> if I might praise this notebook. Sure. It says notebook on the front. <laughs> it does. In two different fonts. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's notebook. 
<laughs> and um, when you open it up, it's just lines. There's no crap in there. There's no date. There's no numbers. There's small. no special little things. I like There's, that too. It's it's yeah, not it's, it's not just a like eight and a half by eleven thing. It's it's like yeah, it's five by seven. Yeah, and it's I don't know is that college rule whatever, but yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, narrow narrow rule. Narrow rule. A little bit of space at the top. That's it. That's all I need. And oh, the cover. It's like I don't know some kind of synthetic material. It's flexible, but that it's uh, not that cardboard that's going to start to peel at the corners. Right. Well, that's the thing is notebook number three was what a year and a half maybe a little bit more of use constant right. every week. And it, it looks just like this one, the brand new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nowhere well, at all. Well, that's what plastic's going to get you as opposed yeah. to cardboard. And the, the spiral binding on that is nice too. I like the spiral binding. It's not the usual single coil spiral. No, it's double and yeah. it's got the, uh, it's got the return. It's it's like, I don't know, uh, however they. Is it perforated? Yeah, see. To tear out? Yeah, see that works perfectly. It's got that thing. You is could it, actually take a page out without tearing it up. If you I was going to say, is it is it perforated to tear out, or is it tear the tear the holes to tear out? It is not. It's tear the holes to tear out. Oh, good. That's perfect. That's the way it should be. Yeah, because I don't like perforated to tear because out because then that, you accidentally then you start tear accidentally tear, partly tearing things out all the time. If you don't mm-hmm. if you don't need this the pages individually, and if you do, you should just get some individual pieces of paper. Right. Um. You want a notebook that's going to remain a book? Yeah, the perforations are bad. Anyway, thank you for joining us on notebook perforation talk. <laughs> notebook burger. Well, it could just be we could just na- rename the podcast note notebook, and <laughs> we could keep the NB logo. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Um, anything else before we, uh, talk? We'll, we'll have to go back to two different fonts though. Like we originally had right mugs there. Yeah. Right. Don't we? I love yeah. my Nurburger mug. I use it. I think every ninth day, <laughs> I think that's what falls in the you, rotation when your uh, Yeti is in the, in the wash. Well, the Yeti's for travel, but when I'm in the oh, office, okay. I have a normal rotation of mugs. This is considered traveling coming over here. I'm not at home. Therefore I'm traveling. Okay. Why do you park? That way on the street. Is it so in Describe case you need it. to nope, escape? Nope, Listeners are wondering, oh, how does he park? Does he park like in the middle of the street? Does he <laughs> park half okay, on somebody's for, lawn? For the, for the how listeners, does he park? For the listeners, what I do is I pass Mike's mm-hmm. studio and turn into the studio next door. <laughs> and then park on the side of the street next to Mike's studio facing outward. That means then when mm-hmm. I'm done recording the session i i get into my car and then i i drive out you just drive forward yeah you i don't. have to turn around at some point you just get it you get the turning around out of the way yeah i just go in yeah early do you park in parking lots by backing into spaces no. or by pulling no, 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 into no, no. spaces where you can pull through one space into the next one well, so that you can just out straight? first of all i never cross solid lines in a parking lot <laughs> Ever. <laughs> yeah. You're the Ever. only person, man. I know. I know. I never cross solid lines in a parking lot. And uh, so, yeah, I, I pull directly into a space. I hate douchebags that back into parking lot spaces. Usually they have very large trucks. Those are the, the douchebags that do that. And uh, no, then I just back out and I follow the arrows in the parking lot and go around. Even if there's only like a third full on an aisle, I still go all the way to the end of the aisle and back around. Because I've gotten run over, almost run over so many times by dill holes just flying through the parking lot thinking it's a lake <laughs> with no lines, no rules, nothing whatsoever. We've got to have some order to this world. <laughs> yeah, and, and people do make fun of me for this. 
So if you're if you're in a parking lot that's got one way aisles, you know, down one, up the other, yes, snaking through, and you're going down the aisle toward, you know, the the earliest available spot, okay. yes. and and someone turns in and comes up the down aisle. Oh, what, that pisses me off. What do you do? I I floor it to get the space. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Quick note for listeners who uh, who heard me voicing very strong opinions about a Boba Fett movie um, and who also follow me on Facebook and have recently seen me posting about how <laughs> Star Wars uh, fandom has gotten toxic and douchebaggy. Yes, I fully recognize <laughs> the hypocrisy. Um, but I also don't... I just use this forum as a way to blurt stuff out onto the internet. You can agree or disagree. I don't go onto a, a forum and lay down and decide that that's the hill I'm going to die on, mm-hmm. you know, like some people will on discussion forums. Cause I made the mistake of perusing my way into a discussion about the last Jedi, um, here recently and, uh, said, wow, all of these people are douchebags. I don't like anybody who has posted a single thing on here because they all at some point got like up in arms at somebody else over something. I'm like, the internet. Star Wars, Star Wars fandom has gotten really ugly. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the fandom right now. Well, one of the reasons I never pull straight through a parking space and no. do the opposite one and cross the we're solid line. This yeah, we're back to this. Jeez, uh, you didn't let him finish. There's just you enough. Stop talking. Well, I, there's just <laughs> enough parking lots that have the the concrete curb bumps, uh-huh. and and if you're if you're used to just pulling straight out. By the time you go into the store and remember the few things you're supposed you to forget get, that get there's the car, bumps. you get the only and you run your car right up. Now, if you always and, now, and then what happens is you run you run over it, and, and now you, you are committed, committed to having to run over it again because you got the one on the other side, yeah. and then you have your rear tires that have to go through both of them. So I mean, it's just if you always follow the the solid stripe rule in the parking lot, you never have to worry about running over one of those curb bumps, or worse, even like a, a, a grassy strip there. <laughs> I always uh. Get into the car after shopping, and then uh, space opposite. Yeah, the car facing is gone, and I think, oh, I can just pull straight out. Right. I don't have to back up, and, I, and then I have to think, wait, is this one of those parking lots? Or exactly, like you don't ever look right. And if you always just follow the solid stripe rules, then you never well, have to worry about. That. I always follow the. I'm not gonna go <laughs> and f up my car. So I'll just back out. Well, what you can usually what, what like you 90% can't. of the time I back away and then like, yep, no, there wasn't one there. I could have just gone but forward. That 10% what, what you, of the time. What you can do is don't gun it to get out of the parking lot <laughs> when you do it. Just creep forward slowly until you're like halfway into the next space and you're sure. But then I've done that and gotten like, you know, a quarter of my car through. I'm mm-hmm. like, creep, 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 creep. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's no, no, no. Oh, and there's none. Right. And I'm just, I'm, but I'm now, but, now but I'm see. like, now hold on. I'm like a quarter into the other space. And now there's a person coming around yeah. to pull in and wow. they're like, what the hell, man? Yeah. So you, you got other <laughs> cars trying to pull into that space or you pull out of the space and then someone walks around the car on either side of the open space and you might hit them. I mean, it's just, it's not worth it. Follow you the know rules. How, you, Follow the damn <laughs> rules in the parking lot. You know what would solve all of that is me never having to go anywhere. That would solve all of my parking laws. Yeah. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> Telecommuting for work. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm close. <laughs> if, I find, if I could find the right job or get my current employer to, to let, a, that, to let that roll that way. It, it works. It, it's a I'm, brilliant thing. We're, we're, we're this close to like really 
a, a decent deal on like in you know enough places where you can get your groceries delivered to. Yeah, and that's it. I never have to leave the apartment. This podcast goes completely on Skype over, over Skype or, with me or Google when Hangouts that or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. moving on, moving on. What do we got? Are we going to talk with Matthew about uh, travel, or did you have something you needed to talk about yet? With news? well, I just I can't let I can't let this go without discussing it. Yeah. Iceman. Top Gun 2. Top Gun 2. Iceman's back. Yep. Yep. And isn't it um, Goose's son? I just saw that. Yes. Yeah. I think Goose's son is going to have a, a role in it. That seems a little forced, but okay. Yeah. Goose has to be in it somehow. Right. Well, when you do a... So does that mean Meg Ryan's going to be in it? You're going to have to CG her in. She looks so different. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Am I, was... I wrong? No, I was trying to think of a... Delicate way to work around the botched plastic surgery thing, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like, wow, those would be two extremes of her because that was like the first movie she was ever in when she was really young, yeah, smoking hot, too. She was a cutie, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually kind of excited for it, but I think it'll be fun, yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see. Yep. I mean, we've got a lot of that. That is, that is the new. The new shiny in Hollywood right now is the we're bringing the thing back 20, 30 Revival years later. Yeah. yeah. Although uh, we went to go see The Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. The Incredibles is my favorite Pixar movie mm, close to Toy Story. Very, very, very close together. But I love The Incredibles. And it's been 14 years since nope. the, the first one, right? Well, <laughs> have you guys seen that yet? No. Okay. I haven't even seen the first one. It's brilliant. Ooh. I know it's really good it and really I need to see brilliant. it. And I probably own it and just haven't watched it. The second one begins... I think there's a copy of it downstairs. In the same scene... Might be my copy. ...as the first one. And <laughs> I might have are chast- you missing one? I what? might have chastised you for this years ago. <laughs> That's okay. I thought it was somebody's at work, but okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the second one, the first scene of the second one is a continuation of the last scene of the first one. Oh, that's cool. Okay, cool. In other words... Not even seconds had elapsed between yeah. the two movies. It's like Rogue so One to Episode the, Four. Yeah. It's the group of them posed on the street, yeah, staring down Undertaker. Yeah, and it's John Ratzenberger's back. It's wonderful. Yeah, because he voiced right. He voiced uh, Undertaker. Yeah, um, that was his. Char- but it was really his, good, char- yeah. his character for the for that one. That's fun. That's the beauty of animation. You can, yeah. <laughs> unlike Arrested Development, which they have to have. Real I think time the o- I think the only thing they had to do probably was they probably had to recast uh, Dash. I think it was a little kid that played Dash, and that kid probably can't do that voice anymore. Yeah, true. Um, Sarah Vowell plays Violet, so but she's like a grown woman, and that's what her voice sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't have to recast her; she could just come in and play Violet again because she has that really. I didn't high notice anything. Voice. I didn't notice anything different with Dash as well. I'm sure they just found it's somebody just, yeah, well, similar enough. And their picks are, it's all about computers. I mean, right. they found a kid that was close enough and then they might have just done a little tweak, little modulation yeah. or something to get it. But it was really good and it yeah. was it was not the first movie redone. Sure. It was it was good. Somebody pointed out something on the internet a little while ago that was uh in the opening of Incredibles Elastigirl's outfit is red. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Incredible's outfit is blue, predominantly. Those are the, the dominant colors. Mm-hmm. And they named their first child purple. 
Violet. Violet. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, was that just what they did? Was that, uh, it was, was, that, was that done on purpose? Was that like, I wouldn't put it past the Pixar people. But they were all in red. Later, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, but yeah, okay. uh, Mr. Incredible's first uniform when he was solo. I, you know that that's a that's when the kind first, of detail. When he first meets the last, yeah, girl. that's the kind yeah. of detail that they they I wouldn't put it past. Really them. think about. Anyway, yeah. Well, they top... spend so much time on them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they don't spend fourteen years on them, but they do spend years. Yeah. Yeah. Each movie takes like three it, years yeah, or something yeah, yeah. to make. It's just intensive. They so, have time to think about all those yeah. cool little. So you rolling your butt back in, getting back into on topic. Yeah. You're rolling your butt into theaters to to see the Top Gun Maverick. Yes, I th- I got to. I got what, what do you think Maverick's going to be up to? Because I heard somebody had a little blurb written up on online somewhere. I saw something like if if Top Gun, uh, like you know, Maverick wouldn't be fighter pilot anymore unless he had like failed some test like seventeen times <laughs> <laughs> since the last movie. Yeah, I I because he would have he would have promoted out yeah. of that eventually. He'd be you know, well he he'd also have to be in uh, unusually perfect health. Yeah. I think he's running and this much cold. taller than he is in real life. Well, yeah. Sorry, Tom. That's, that's always the, <laughs> yeah. It's always the problem with Tom. No, no he's. I, I think he's running the school. He's the instructor now. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. he's running the school. So he's. Uh, and that's why that's yeah. why um, Goose's kid being in it makes sense. Right, he's going to be a student. Yeah. How Iceman's going to be there? I don't know. He's going to be the guy that's. I mean, are they going to have like? Fat ponytail. I was gonna Val Kilmer. Yeah, have you seen Val Kilmer? Is, is he running like a food truck right off base? <laughs> right. <laughs> no one wants to see that volleyball game in this movie. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The it's gonna be uh yeah the 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 new recruit. It'll be like geriatric ping pong. That's volleyball. all we want to see. <laughs> I'm sure as hell won't be shirts versus skins. <laughs> we're just gonna we're just gonna. We're just on. gonna just let's just go to the beach and except look for, at the waves. Except for Tom Cruise because he's ripped as hell and you know like runs up and down skyscrapers and hangs off of air, off of airplanes for fun because well, he's, he's crazy and he thinks that he can't die. Well, he hasn't yet because he's well. That's that's true of everybody <laughs> who's alive right now. <laughs> Eventually, that won't be true. Now, whether it will, <laughs> Tom it? Cruise will meet his demise from you know. Hanging, you know, to going on a spacewalk in some Mission Impossible movie without a suit on, like no, it's yeah. okay. I can breathe. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> I'll hold my breath. Over a long enough timeline, mortality rate reaches one hundred percent. Is that the quote? <laughs> I'm OT level eight. I'll be good. Fight club. I'll be good in the vacuum of space. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> he's, he's rid his body of thetans. That's why he's uh. Well, Scientology in will protect him. Abnormally good shape. Still hasn't been able to fix that tooth situation, though. He had <laughs> braces, too, and like they took the braces off, and his tooth was still right in the middle. Like, what the hell were they fixing? You'd think, I mean, I, I had enough money to get my teeth fixed. He... <laughs> but he had braces. I know. Apparently they, a bad orthodontist. They fixed something okay, okay. other than the fact that his top teeth are one half tooth off his bottom teeth. <laughs> Matthew, yes, sir. You, you went to New Orleans, to Nolans. Nolans, yeah. Recently, yeah. actually, Adair and I went. You know, it's one of our uh, uh, two or three times a year. You know, she and I just try to get away for a long weekend. The whole empty nesting thing is getting closer and closer, and we just like going out and hanging fun and um, practicing. Yeah, I, I, I actually, <laughs> I'd never been to New Orleans before. This was my first time down there, and 
had a hotel right there on Bourbon Street, had a great time, went out every night, found a really cool club that had a uh, uh, a three-piece uh, Rat Pack band. They were doing all old Frank Sinatra okay. and Dean Martin and, you know, and Harry Connick songs, and it was wonderful. And Lounge act stuff. Very, yeah, but it was it was an outdoor place. It was kind of wedged in between two buildings right on Bourbon Street, and they had a, they had a bouncer out front that would not let you bring a drink into the bar, which was great because it weeded out all of the the drunk frat boys who were just walking around with those yards of beer yeah, from bar to bar. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't an intent that they didn't. They were forcing you to buy their alcohol. It was just so those guys are there all year round. Yeah, the drunk frat boys. Oh was, yeah, because I was going to ask you, did there you get just, did you get puked down? No, more, I didn't. more of them during Mardi Gras and yeah, we, I'm assuming spring break. We also. went the week after Mardi Gras, and mm-hmm. I thought it would New be Year's. somewhat quiet in New Year, but yeah. it was still just insane. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was interesting. Darren, I had a good time. But uh, one of the things that maybe uh, wait two weeks next two time. weeks maybe, yeah <laughs> maybe wait two weeks this time those were all the same people for Mardi Gras. <laughs> but you know being down there and starting to do a little bit of research in history and kind of figuring out and um, really looking into the Louisiana Purchase, Louisiana, Louisiana Purchase, holy <laughs> crap! Uh, you talk about politics today. Politics back then were just as nasty and ugly. <laughs> And how well, there we, were duels and people beating, t- I know be- senators shoot. beating each other up with their shoe <laughs> well, they, no, <laughs> on that the was, floor of the Senate. No, that was in Tokyo last week. But yeah, I mean, things like that happen, you know, happen all the time. But the how precarious the entire growth of our nation was, uh, it ended up boiling down to an ex slave in Haiti, now present day Haiti, which was Santa Domingo back then holding off the French just long enough to where Napoleon gave up on conquering North America. You look either uninterested, no, I, shocked, I, or surprised. Um, the Na- guy, the Napo- Napoleon came over here? Yeah, he did. He, well, wanted he had to. aspirations of it. He did. Uh, there were some French over here, and they said, hey, let's see how easy these people in the Western Hemisphere are to push around. Right. And, and, and we managed to make them go, hmm, maybe that's such a good idea. And, and then Waterloo. We touched, we touched on that a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> a Waterloo happened after that, huh? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, maybe he thought there weren't, there, you know, there would be a, a much uh, smaller likelihood he'd run into Prussians. No, once Waterloo happened, here. he wasn't fighting anybody anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the end. Because well, he died, right? No. Oh, he, he, he was, was exiled. Pri- he was exiled to Alba. Yeah. Lived the rest of his life in... Activity, quietness, uh, but he had a, he had an advisor who was the uh, French Foreign Minister named Charles Maurice de Talleyrand dash Perigord. I don't know. I don't speak French. That's fine. Just yeah, say yeah. it American. Tally, so. Talleyrand, and he had aspirations of of creating a true French global empire, and and the plan was uh, <clears throat> to retake Santo Domingo, which was half Spanish and half previously French. Haiti was previously French. Uh, present-day Dominican Republican was uh, Spanish. But they wanted to take the whole island because of all of the coffee and the sugar, uh, the cash crops would then fund the rest of their whole conquering. The What was the Louisiana Purchase was previously French, was ceded to Spain after France lost the French-American War and had to give a whole bunch of Canada back to Britain. <laughs> 
Here's, here's your Canada back, yeah. eh? <laughs> <laughs> They're really polite. Except in a French accent, they yeah. said it that way. It was uh, 1763 was when they, they gave uh, the Louisiana Purchase. And actually, the Louisiana Purchase extended well into Canada. Mm-hmm. But we swapped some of North Dakota for some of South Canada so that we could create a straight line. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, but they, uh, the French then had a deal with King Carlos IV of Spain where they gave him the uh, Tuscany. And they got the Louisiana Purchase back. And then that was part of New Orleans was the hub. Okay. Now, the United States was worried about it because... With the Spanish, the Spanish really didn't care about the Louisiana Purchase. It was just like that extra bedroom in your house that you never go into and just <laughs> store stuff. Yeah, that was kind of the way they looked at it because they were going South America, uh, and the the Americans liked the Spanish there because we had free passage through New Orleans, which was the way that we would take everything from west down the Mississippi and rather then, than going up over the Appalachians. Right, which was just no fun easier at all. Easier to just get on the rivers and just take the shoot boat. out to the Mississippi. Right. Yeah. Well then uh Jefferson, who was a French apologist, he was actually pro French Revolution. He thought it was a great thing. And um he was not concerned with the French taking New Orleans, although the French wanted New Orleans as the retaking of the continent. Hmm. Yeah. And the plan was to go through Santa Domingo, get the money from all the cash crops there to use that to fund his army, then recapturing, well, he negotiated New Orleans back from the Spanish, but then using that as a base to fortify the Mississippi River, squash the United States on the east, and then grow to the west. Then they were going to go south into South America, take all the gold mines and silver mines, and then that would fund their entire global empire. But because of this one ex-slave, who I'm gonna, if you know French, I'm gonna butcher this guy's name. One guy, huh? One dude, according uh, to some history that he read. To sow la overture, uh, it was actually the Peter Fleming uh, book on the uh, uh, Louisiana Purchase. It was a fascinating read. It really gets into all of the the personalities of all the people in play, like Robert Livingston and uh, uh, James Monroe who were the two people that uh, Jefferson sent over to f- Paris to try to negotiate this whole thing. Now, when when the French attacked Santa Domingo to try to retake that back, this guy, uh, Tussaud, he got all of the, the freed slaves and the ex-slaves on the island to then fight back in between their resistance and things like mm, disease and malaria and stuff like that. It killed off the French army. Napoleon went to Jefferson and asked for help, and Jefferson's like, I don't know, we're not going to do anything. We're, gonna sleep <laughs> we're just not going to stop you from taking it. That's how he said it, too. They have a recording. They do, yeah. It's on the internet. I mean, <laughs> It's on a wax cylinder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but because they spent so much money and so much manpower trying to take that stupid little island, it then depleted Napoleon's war stock for where he really wanted to go, which was Russia. And that's why which, they... Which went well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, again, <laughs> water slide. <laughs> yeah, it did, didn't really work out well for him. Uh, but what's the, Eddie Izzard's bit? I will take Russia. Oh, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> back, 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 back. I've got a great. Oh, it's, I've got a great idea. It was, uh, Napoleon was like, I've got a great idea. Oh, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> a couple hundred years later, Hitler. I've got a great, great idea. idea. Oh, oh, it's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> That's the bit. <laughs> Why would anybody want Russia? 
A uh, couple hundred years later. Jeez. <laughs> so Jim's going to rake me over the coals yeah. for that one. <laughs> well, the, so Jefferson knew that Napoleon was, was needing money. Wasn't that wasn't that long. And, and he knew that, that New Orleans in that area was on the, the block because now that, that, that uh, Napoleon had given up yeah. wanting to go up there, he was pulling everything back. He sent Robert Livingston, who was a super wealthy New Yorker. I mean, the guy had like over 160,000 acres on the Hudson River. <laughs> That's a lot of land up there. Uh, with $10 million to buy, uh, originally it was New Orleans, southern Louisiana, and then Florida. Well, they get over there, and Napoleon's like, how about for 15, we just give you the whole thing? <laughs> and it worked out to about three to four cents per acre. Yeah, four cents. 828,000 square miles. That encompasses 15 states. A lot of it filled with corn now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the most fertile croplands in the world. Your uh, hometown, smack yes. dab in the middle. Right in the heartland. <laughs> in yeah. Min- yep, in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. And in South Dakota, and in Nebraska, and in Iowa, where my dad's from. <laughs> but then and, then, when, and then we sent Lewis and Clark up there, and all yep. sorts of shenanigans happened on yeah, those trips. Sacagawea, Sacagawea's American husband, you know, crazy things John, happen. John Coulter running from his life <laughs> naked with his dingle hanging out, being chased by natives. But yeah, it was the the, the one dude. He's one uh, of one of the one of the yeah. guys that got separated from the group and got captured, and then ended up running away from them naked <laughs> in the wilderness by himself. In, that work in the Louisiana Purchase made it home. Really? Yeah. Wow. One of those great weird survival stories of the American uh, expansion. He must have been part of the, of the dem- destruction dem- of the native people. Pet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was uh, he was a hardy fella. Now, one of the funny and he th- was naked. One of the funny things <laughs> is that when when France traded Tuscany for the Louisiana Purchase with Spain, one of the conditions was that France wouldn't do anything else with it. Oh yeah, well, oops. <laughs> <laughs> I turned right around and saw it. Of course, then the uh, one of the interesting conundrums was that Jefferson was a staunch, staunch constitutionalist. I mean, you know, having written written parts of it, uh, he was pretty familiar with it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> kind of unavoidable. Yeah. Yeah. And he had a really hard time uh, ethically with the decision because nowhere in the Constitution does it say that the president is allowed to make that kind of a land purchase. Hmm. It says that well, he's does, allowed. Right? Well, and therein That's lies the some of the holes. Then who does? Know? And the the Federalists, who were the minority in in um, the Senate and Congress at that point, they all said that it falls under the Tenth Amendment, which this is not in specifically in the Constitution, so it's up to the states to make this decision. And uh, I think it was maybe Monroe. No, not Monroe. Uh, Jefferson finally decided that it quasi-fell into the whole treaty thing, where the president can make a treaty, but then it has to be ratified by two-thirds of the Senate for it to be legitimate and then and finally in 1803 it went up at the, at the at the time the senate represented the states right correct so there you go correct. 10th amendment and uh, the vote was uh 24 to 7 in favor of and it was just strictly down party lines the old federalist who are those seven people that don't like a good deal four cents an acre <laughs> well it was it was interestingly it was new englanders who did not want to lose power Oh, that's by surprising. an increased size of the country. And um, there was one Federalist, a guy named Jonathan Dayton from New Jersey. He he uh, 
he bucked party lines and crossed over to the the Democratic Republican Party <laughs> and voted yeah. for uh, the ratification of that treaty. This uh, is so the same one party system we have now, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can discuss that sometime if you got a little time to kill. There's a whole... no, they're all crooks. <laughs> they are all crooks. Uh, but yeah, it was so tw- so twenty four to seven. So yeah, that was uh. The two-thirds barely by one. Yeah. Thanks, Jonathan Dayton. And Slave Dude. Slave Dude. <laughs> yeah. Ex-Slave Dude, Toussaint. And Napoleon uh, for just like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will not sell it. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Goes to the next room. Americans in there hanging around. Well, and... It, it... Hey, Ben Franklin told me you got whores. <laughs> <laughs> Because Ben Franklin was a notorious carouser. <laughs> yeah. When he was at the French courts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, who was he? He liked the French courts. Well, but yeah, but Franklin was like <laughs> in, in, in uh, parlance more closer to today's date than, than, than back then. He was a dog. He was like a player. He was like, well, and, and he was like, the French loved him. They thought he yeah. was spectacular. He was interesting at parties. He was, in, you know, he was a statesman and an author and an inventor. Um, you know, interesting guy to have around. Hey, did you meet that guy that wears the magnifying glasses on his face? <laughs> yeah. He had to be rich, though, because it'd take a million bucks for a chick to double up on a dude like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, now part, part of the agreement was that of the, fi- of the 15 million, 5 million was actually eliminating debt that the French were, the French were indebted to us due to the, uh, the undeclared sea war that ended in 1793 where the French sunk like $12 million worth of ships and goods. And uh, so we wiped that clean. Napoleon was happy not to have those debt payments. And then we ended up getting it. Once all the interest and everything was paid, it ended up being about $23 million for the whole Louisiana purchase. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good land deal. But just think, (laughs) what, what if that guy Tussaud had not, been able to defend Santo Domingo the way he did. I mean, his brilliant guerrilla war tactics, you know, well outnumbered. I mean, what had happened if Napoleon had taken Santo Domingo as planned and then moved right in all of his troops into New Orleans and then fortified the Mississippi River? And Holy crap. All the great what-ifs of history. What, if, what if this happened differently? What if this event didn't take place? Yeah. What if I... Uh... What if I took a different job in Wisconsin, low those many years ago, and never met Mike, and ultimately moved down here and met you? Murders and acquisitions wouldn't exist. Exactly. Or maybe you still would have ended up down here, just not having known Mike. Yeah, sure. The the time, <laughs> the the universe would have corrected itself because Craig was always meant to live. You were. Here. It was destiny. <laughs> so if I go back there and try to do anything that's going to prevent me from being here, you'd still be here, just without Mike. And you wouldn't feel oh, bad. Oh, wow. I'd get all the notebooks. I was about to say. Because you, <laughs> you, Mike would be gone. I wouldn't gone. have been he here to gone. buy them all. Yeah, yeah the but, notebooks but the notebooks here. would still be here somehow. And like, you'd walk through <laughs> Office Depot going, for some reason, I need to buy that notebook. I don't know why, but. No, come there's, on, man. There's nine talking of them. About, there's talking n- about France. It's Target. There's n- <laughs> it's not Office of Depot. <laughs> there's, there's... <clears throat> Sorry. So that's my history nerdum that I'm bringing. It was just fun. Uh, And then the other fun thing is that we went to the uh, battle site for the Battle of New Orleans. You know, it was part of the whole War of 1812 with uh, Britain. 
Uh, they fought that battle after the while the war was over. They just didn't. Know. That happened a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last battles were fought after the. Yeah. Somebody surrendered, and it's like, all right, send out the messages. <laughs> Put it on a train. Woo, woo. <laughs> Meanwhile, people are dying. We, a week later. Oops. No, it was like a couple months. That's got to make some pretty surly uh, surviving family members. Was, yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, really? really? Huh? Come on. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Yeah, we had a great time in New Orleans. Worse if you were on the side that lost. I'm trying to figure out where we're going to go this fall. Do you do a spring and a fall trip? Is that if we can? What you're settling into? Yeah, if we can. Oh, where should you go? Because I get so here. Here's how it works. I get companion I'll tickets. You, I'll tell you where to go with my uh, Delta Sky Miles credit cards, and yeah. and we just we start with okay, what's a reasonably inexpensive destination to fly to that would be a good weekend, and then she flies for free, and we start from there. Where hmm. should I go? Where should I go for my next one? Um, where haven't you been? I've only visited 34 states. <laughs> only. Go to Hawaii. Wait, no. We've it, been there. Also, it's on fire. Go to Alaska. Uh, contiguous is lower 48. Arizona. For my companion. Oh, oh Arizona. Okay. Arizona. What would I do in Arizona? Go to Tombstone. That's a good idea. It's, real, it's a tourist trap, but if you look around enough, you'll find the cool stuff. Yeah. But then there's not much else <laughs> to do over there unless you want to go look at a giant hole in the ground. Um, and, you know, like, yep. Okay, let's go back to the hotel room and watch the movie. That's a big hole. <laughs> watch the movie again. So but but if you did it as like a driving trip, you could you know, do day at, day at Tombstone and you could go tool around and do like go, hit four corners and go up into you know, just do the like the desert stuff if you okay. like if you like the desert kind of stuff and go up into the mountains in the desert the mountains some of those mountains in those deserty areas are really it's they're pretty sweet when you get up there it's like it's the it's the weather it's the clear sky um and the dry air mm-hmm. of that area but then it's 70 degrees and breezy ooh in the summer up in the mountains it's it's excellent i i spent um three, four days up there one time years and years ago. Um, and uh, I was like, you know, we were in Phoenix and it was like, you know, 105 degrees in the shade for three days straight. Yep. <laughs> but then we went up in the mountains and it was like 75 and breezy. Okay. And not a, not a, not a cloud in the sky. It was, you know, it wasn't humid or anything cause it's, it's dry. It, it was nice. I have an idea. If you're an outdoorsy person. I bet Phoenix is relatively inexpensive to get to from Atlanta. I, I can't say for certain that I didn't hear this before somewhere and pulled it out of my brain hole. <laughs> and it's not something I didn't just think up myself. But it's it sounds pretty cool. The two of you each yeah. make a list. You know, go one in one room and one in the other. Make okay. a list of all the all the foods you would like to eat. Okay. That you don't normally eat. Okay. Like, think about TV shows, travel shows that you've seen and different kinds of foods. Haggis. And of course, you're going to be limiting it to the Connell, the Conus. Um, and, uh, and then come together at the dining room table and compare lists and what, whatever lines up that tells you where to go. Start with food. I like Let that. the food take you there. I like Because you can find stuff to see. Yeah. Anywhere Do, you go. Yeah. Nearly anywhere. As long as you're going to, you know, 
Unless you're looking for like some weird dish that's made in Nebraska. It's like there's not really much to do in Nebraska other than to have that food. But, you know, anything that's get a fresh, regional you'll, style. You'll get the best Midwest pizza type of in the world. stuff that you're looking for. You can find different things to see and experience each day, but you're going to be eating their food. You're going to be eating The something. whole time you're there, so you may as well. Or you can just go to Domino's every time. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> hopefully. <laughs> they got those in Nebraska, right? I think they do. I like Seattle. Just personally. Seattle? Yeah. Pacific Northwest. I finally went to Oregon. I just, I like the city. I like, yeah. I like, uh, there's, there's, there's cool stuff to do there. They've got some like cool historical stuff. I went on the Seattle underground tour and went downtown, you know, toured around downtown and, um, all the, like the, the lumberjack history, you know, yeah. the, the logging history and everything is really interesting. Does the felling of one tree make one a lumberjack? Ooh, I'm not going to try to answer that question. Some lumberjack's going to beat me up for <laughs> saying, oh, yeah, you cut down a tree, you're a lumberjack. No, I think you got to, you want to be a lumberjack, you got to do like a year or, or whatever the lumber, you know, logging season is, yeah. you know, six months or whatever, where you go up and it's just you and a bunch of dudes and you just let the beard grow and you're in flannel and you're risking your life every day. And then when you come back, you're a lumberjack. Okay. That sounds like at least like that, right? Before you can just you just don't show up the first day and like I'm a lumberjack. You could do. Den- I haven't done um, anything yet. Denver? Have you been to Denver? We we did Denver. Oh, okay. Yeah, we did Denver. As I say, you could do Denver, Boulder, Colorado Springs. Yep. Is that all yep. the cities right yep. there? And then you know one day rent a car and drive to Devil's Tower. We've been to Devil's Tower. Okay. Yeah. There's Deadwood too. If you're in that general vicinity, well, Deadwood, Deadwood, Badlands, Rushmore, all that's that. That's where stuff. my cabin is. Okay. Have you been? Do you spend time in Deadwood? Oh, yeah. In the city? Every okay, time we go town. up there, we go to Deadwood. It's a really cool place. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Deadwood's fun. At least it was when I was out there, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. The yeah. Devil's Tower thing made me think if food doesn't work, you could try movies. Movies? I went to Devil's... Close Encounters. Movie to... settings outside of Southern California. I went, to De- <laughs> I went to Devil's... Yeah, I went to Devil's Tower, too, and that was... Uh, it was neat to look at, but it was kind of like, all right. Okay, we've seen there, it. There's a big... There's a big... There's a big drain plug. <laughs> like one of those rubber drain plugs that looks like it's been turned upside down and slopped over there. All the little ridges on yeah. the side of it. The coolest thing on the way to Devil's Tower was going past these giant prairie dog burrows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, you're driving along and you're like, what's all that over there? Oh, it's a million prairie dogs. Yeah. <laughs> They're just everywhere. Isn't Devil's Tower a dormant volcano that uh, all the, like, the... It's 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 the lava core and the, yeah, the, the rest, lava, the rest the of the inside. volcano has it's, washed away. Yeah, it's the outside has it's eroded so away. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's like that's, a, that's the Rocky a, Mountains. The Rocky Mountains are very very yeah. old. That's why they're all they're big, but they're or no, they're they're young. young. But that was like whatever Devil's Tower in that area where Devil's Tower is. There was it was that thing was able to erode because of whatever it was made out of. It's like eroded away basalt faster. Salt columns is that what that something stuff is? like that? And the you know, left left behind that. Um, yeah, and the Appalachians are. Very very old. That's why they're much lower and mm. rounded. Well, same with the Black but, Hills. But if, they're the Black Hills are yeah, they're very old. If you look at it, the it's, Black Hills are old. It's really Devil's two right dots. There. The Black Hills are two dots. It's like the Earth farted. The Ozarks are old too, right? and it they're just kind of bubbled round. up, and and it's yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, just that's that's what I got off the top of my head, just from a few places that I've gone that I liked. So, Phoenix, Seattle, and follow my food. We've been to Boston, we've been to Maine, we've been to D.C., a lot of good food up there. Been to Savannah, been to Key West, and I had a good pie there. New York City? New York City. Uh, she's going with her sister and sister-in-law later this year. Chicago? Uh, I haven't, t- I don't like going to Chicago. 
you've been there and you don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Many times. Go to Detroit. I've been there a lot of times and I don't like it at all. You don't like it more than Chicago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't like it even more than Chicago. I don't know. It's the decision between a, a one stinky armpit versus a one stinky armpit. Well, at least there's actually, you know, people in commerce in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, but I want to live. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's true. And there I can't the, carry in Chicago. I can't carry in Illinois. The There's bullets whizzing. No around. reciprocity with Georgia's weapons carry permit. <sighs> when I went to Detroit, I went over to Canada. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right there. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it was funny. I got stopped because apparently I, I just drove over there for the afternoon and stopped at a park because it was pretty. And apparently that's like the number one drug mule meat point. <laughs> And so when I came back across, what did you have up your anus? Uh, uh, I no, I still had a lot of poop because I wasn't at home. Oh, okay. Oh, traveling. Yeah, yeah. I was traveling. Anyway, so I came across. Matthew and... takes a week long trip and never poops the entire time. <laughs> then he then he gets home and has like you know three impactions. <sighs> worth. It's good That's to be six home. Leaders. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's good to be home. <laughs> But yeah, the uh, the the border guard was giving me all sorts of crap. I was like, so you went to Canada for what? For a couple couple few hours? And where did you go? I'm gonna have to search the car. <laughs> like oh. because I could. It's right there. I said, well, I've never been to Canada before. And he comes back. He says, what'd you think? And I went, nah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was like West Detroit, but prettier and East more Detroit. polite. Or yeah, East yeah. Detroit. Thank you. <sighs> Are we wrapping it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. You got sorry. something else? Kevin question. Oh. Oh, I have a Daniel question too, by the way. Oh, you have a, a Daniel question. Yeah. Okay. Is this going to be a thing now? Uh, he, just, <laughs> he asked me a question today about you guys. Okay. Well, All right. What did he ask? He said, how many listeners does Nerdburger have? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh Asking there's the wrong really, guy. There's really no way to tell. Uh, we we could we could. <laughs> there's there's no really good way to tell without there spending are, a significant amount of money. There are people who have clicked the subscribe to RSS feed and listened once and never again, and there's no way to know. <laughs> we could, we could Google Analytics it and get traffic to the webs, you know, to the episode site, right. And see that, and we could well, look at the we RSS. That we could look at the RSS feed and see what the traffic is like there. Um, and then, you know, we've got it, it goes up on iTunes and we can't get the iTunes numbers from Apple. Well, the RSS numbers are going to include the iTunes numbers. Depends on how people are watching them with, if they're doing it with a podcatcher or something, or if they're doing it with the RSS feed, or if they're just, they, they bookmark the, I mean, you can bookmark the iTunes page for the, if you only listen to a couple podcasts. I mean, there's, there's so many different ways for you to get the podcast right. that it's really hard to. Yeah. To figure out for sure what that is. I, few, the RSS few subscribers maybe. is the best thing we have. Few hundred to dozens. When we were we, we got we got out of the dozens after you know like the many dozens of it's, listeners. It's, that was yeah. for the first year. Or so okay. we've got you know several hundred, few okay. hundred. I'm not sure. We we like to tell ourselves that anyway. Well, I'm look. <laughs> I'm gonna look at the analytics I right now. Look. See what our monthly RSS feed looks like. Yeah, I need to bring Daniel back. You wouldn't recognize him. Look what the look what the weekly ping looks like. I think we usually looked at the weekly, didn't we? Give you an idea of how many RSS pings we got during a, during a given week. Yeah, I think Daniel's six foot, almost six one now. 
Wow. Yeah. What side of the family does he get that on? Adair's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Her dad was 6'3", her brother's 6'4". What happened to her? God made her perfect just for me. Oh, what a great answer. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was in West Virginia camping for our anniversary. I need some, I got to make up some room. I haven't gone to look at the analytics for a while. Now Mike's going to come back and tell me, oh, we got like 17 listeners. <laughs> Dozens is a reach. Mm. We have at least 24 and listeners. We have to go to another computer. Well, I, can't, I can't get the the login page because oh. there's no escape key. <laughs> what is that? What? That tablet thing. I can't see the front of it. Okay. Well, I can only see the edge of it. Yeah, why would you need an escape key? It's overrated. See, if, you, if we hadn't hummed that, I could have edited that out. <laughs> but now I have to leave it in. And then they just started humming while somebody was typing something on the internet. <laughs> Maybe the best bit on this today's episode. Yeah, no kidding. Let's see how sad we are. How sad are we? Weekly? You always got to ignore the last one. Because no, no, it always counts like a week beginning like four days ago. You got to yeah. wait for the whole week yeah. to pass before well, that goes. 800. Wow. And we figured at some point we figured that's like there's going to be a lot of that is like people trying checking it out one time deciding. Right. Ooh. Well, or just finding out what the episode po- title is. And what it, what we say in the blurb, what we talk about, you know, they might just, they don't right. necessarily, not everybody listens to every episode. Some people will listen one or two times and then never come back. At 995 in the second, third week of May. Okay. Well, that's. Whatever the hell that was wow. going on then. I don't know. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> but again, those, you know, people could subscribe yeah. to the RSS feed and die. I'm, I'm going I mean, to <laughs> assume that every single person that touched it listens to every single episode. No, that doesn't happen. That's a lot of people to apologize to. I don't know if I'm com- I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. I've got like a hundred or so people on my Nerdburger Games blog. Yeah, that same analytic. I figure maybe there's maybe fifty of those people actually like read every post all the you know the whole way. I read every post. I know some people. I I know I of some people that do. And recently, I actually posted one thing saying, "Hey, do you pay attention to this post? Like it if you know, I got like twenty likes." I, I'm sure there's plenty of people that said, "I'm not pressing a button for him." Well, I like your posts even when you don't ask me to like them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so that's you. That that's that I get one like per post. Woo-hoo. Hey, you're on the board. <laughs> okay, so that's Daniel's Daniel. question. Yeah, there What's you go, Kevin's Daniel. Question? The answer. Yeah. The answer is dozens and dozens. If we get several hundred, we don't yeah. know. <laughs> There's a reason why we say dozens and dozens, and we it's don't, vague, because we don't and, actually and, know. and there are other things we could do to try to test that. Like, we could make Nerdburger merchandise and tell everybody about it, and then sell, like, two t-shirts and be like, <laughs> <laughs> So we don't. <laughs> well, I'd buy at least three. Okay. Because I'd want one, and then so Anna, we, Daniel would So on the first one. day, we'll get one order of three, three. <laughs> and then that'll and then, be it. <laughs> As long as I'm still purchaser number one. Sure. Kevin question? 70 question. Funny that you talked about. 420 right now. Oh, 420. Continue. It's funny that you talked about the um, grandfather clause earlier. 
Founder clause. Is that what it's called? That's when you like, you know, somebody has a paradox. Lot. Grandfather paradox. Okay, I was oh. gonna say grandfather clause. That's yeah, that's, that's different. When, you mean when you you get to keep you doing to, something, but other keep, people have to stop. You get to keep. You get to follow <laughs> the, this rule over here, and somebody else is screwed. <laughs> grandfather something. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, seventy question. If Biff stole the time oh, machine in twenty fifteen to give himself the sports almanac in nineteen fifty five. Wouldn't he have returned to the alternate 2015 timeline? Yes, moving on. Doc Brown even gives a big speech in alternate 1985 about how they couldn't go back to 2015 because the timeline changed. Shouldn't Doc and Marty be stuck in 2015 because Biff couldn't return? Or would the whole timeline have changed and none of the movies would ever happen? Doc never insists the time machine because he is in the invents the time machine because he is in the crazy hospital they never go to 2015 because the time machine was never invented biff can't deliver himself the almanac so the timeline never changes so the time machine gets invented biff gives himself the almanac oh no i'm beginning to think this whole time travel thing doesn't work thanks kevin go ahead and answer it the ripple effect it is established throughout the trilogy that uh changes don't occur instantly they take a, an indeterminate amount of time to ripple through for some reason. So that's their catch-all for why oh, sure. something doesn't mm-hmm. match up perfectly. But, but, but it's supposed to work like this. Yeah, that's yeah. And like go, you said, fans then go the crazy. Entire trilogy happens in seventeen minutes. Yeah, you want everything to work out for you? Okay. <laughs> Marty goes over to hang out with his friend Doc, realizes he's <laughs> effing crazy, has him committed right here and now, and then uh, goes uh, hangs out with his girlfriend and doesn't get to play in the you know gets gets rejected by Huey Lewis when he plays his music <laughs> in the gym and. Biff crashes the car, and then he and Jennifer have to go have sex, you know, in a field, in a tent, instead of <laughs> up at the lake, because that's what that was all about. And it becomes a very different story. <laughs> or Marty wakes up and goes, that was a weird dream. <laughs> yeah. Which seemed like was what happened at the end of the first one. And then Marty sees that the entire world around him has changed, and his entire childhood is a lie. Yep. <laughs> yep. Are you a fan of the franchise, Matthew? Oh, I love it. Okay. Kevin's been on a on a tear with this. Yeah, he's got to find some new material. I'm getting tired of this. There was a pair of the... He needs to, he needs to save the remaining questions up for question 88. <laughs> yes. Speaking of expectations, Kevin. And, <laughs> and, th- and thank start... you again for... Uh, for com- uh, you know, We're going to com- start making requests now. When you get for to not this disappointing number... <laughs> last week. The um, A pair of his shoes, you know, was it Nike? Mm-hmm. Made... The shoes. Yeah. And a, a pair went on sale last week for some outrageous amount of money. I can't remember how much it was, but it was a bunch. Yeah, they made a limited edition recently yeah. of the... The, the self, self-tying self, the, shoes, the, the, yeah. yeah. Self-lacing a couple of years ago when the 30th yeah. anniversary came around. Yeah, and so, so a I, pair just went on sale. Was, yeah, sure. I'm sure pe- every so often somebody puts one up on eBay and it sells for $1,000 or something. So wait, is this, is this one of the replicas or one of the screen-used props? I read the headline. Okay. <laughs> It was on my Echo Show. He cared, but not enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I live a lot of my life. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm done. <laughs> Maybe that'll come useful. Right. And here it did. All righty. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Matthew. Yes, thank yeah. you. Thanks, guys. Mike, where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com. Uh, click on all of the links. Just go ahead and click on them all. <laughs> at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us. Nerdburger show at gmail.com and 
you can go to nerdburgergames.com to be one of the hundred people's <laughs> peoples who reads my blog yep. um, and learn about game stuff there. And you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy game stuff. On the next episode of Nerdburger, Mike and Craig install the Nerdburger Spiral Water Slide. Ooh. Guests will be required to use it to exit the studio. This Woo-hoo! will function as our test runs before Mike or I ever get onto that murder spiral. So this is what it'll sound like when we're installing it. Mike, hold the thing up. Mike, the thing over there. Pick, pick it up. No, no, Mike. Mike, Mike, that Mike. thing. Pick it. No, hold it up with your right hand. No, with your other hand. Oops. What the hell was that? <laughs> The slide. No, broke. Mike. No, don't don't hit stop. Let it play. <laughs> Let it play to the end. Mike. Mike. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like me talking to my six-year-old kids. Exactly. <laughs> Pick up the thing. Bite your foot. Look down. Look down at your foot. Right next to your foot. <laughs> Put your hand on the ground next to your foot. No, your other hand. Now slide it over the other way. To the thing. Pick that up right there. Pick it up. Okay, now pick it up. Now hand it to me. All the way to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, get up and walk over here. Yeah. No, I know that feeling. <laughs> I don't think uh I don't think uh parenting But, but Pop, I don't know how to s- install central but, air. But Pop, I don't know how I don't know how to install it. I don't think parenting has been uh so adequately summed up by you know, one impression of one you know Two-minute ex- exchange if you between can even a call parent it and a child. Yeah, is uh, listening to uh, <laughs> that father try to help that son. Bob's impression of in, his father trying to get air him conditioning in the house <laughs> to help him install central yeah. air when he was twelve years old. Like I don't know how. <laughs> but, I, don't, I don't got a lot of experience, Pop. <laughs> I'm only twelve. <laughs> And then it's and then the other guy on the one of the other guys on the program is talking about like how he does the same thing with his kids. He was trying to get what was one of, Eric was getting one of his kids to help him with uh, oh, fix an outboard it? motor on their <laughs> on their fishing boat. <laughs> I helped my I helped Pop rebuild the outboard motor. Pop knows a lot about motors. <laughs> I had this conversation with Daniel trying to move a piece of furniture. Now pick, yeah. Now pick it up. Mm-hmm. Lift it. Lift it. Lift. Just hold on to it. But with what? Your hand. Just hold it. It's falling. Hold it with what? <laughs> with your lips. <laughs> Just bite it. Well, with Bucktooth Bob, that might have worked. Yeah. All right, I'm done. Okay. Lick to the caca. Then back to the <laughs> <laughs> And on that note...